0: Oh you. Good morning, good morning. Happy Mondays.
1: i teacher from Arizona. You agree this morning? Did anybody else join us line that would like to say good morning? Good
2: morning. Good all
1: Happy Monday to you, Steve Uh, He is good all the time. Good morning. It's Keshawna. Good morning. God bless
2: you. Good
1: morning, Keshawna. Happy Monday
0: to you. Good
1: morning. Happy Monday happy monday god bless
3: everyone on the call have a great day hey hey i have a prayer request
0: okay go ahead what's your prayer request
3: i was in the car since friday um just actually i do not know the lord go see me through it uh yeah but i'm fine i thank god that nobody was
4: hurt and what's your lord,
0: name sister lisa Mr. Lisa? All right. Alicia, yeah, I'll catch that is is Thank you. Me. Good morning. Good
1: morning. Happy Monday. It's Leticia from Arizona. You agree here this morning? Anybody else join the call? But like to say good morning. Good morning, Leticia from Arizona. Leticia.
2: Sorry. it's okay.
3: Good morning. Thank
4: you for joining us. Thank you. Hey,
0: hey, hey, hey. Top of the morning. The Clark
4: Victory family, this sister Sabrina. Um, can you please pray for me and my
3: daughter for peace for us in the home? And the kids get ready to return back to school. Thank you. You are very welcome, Sabrina. Thank you for joining us this morning.
2: Good
1: morning, good morning. Happy Monday. Patricia from Arizona. You're greeter this morning than anybody else. One call, I'd like to say good morning. Good
3: morning, it's Sister Tracy, Sister Nikisha. Can I put in a prayer request? Absolutely. Go ahead. Um, to lift up the Lawrence
1: family in prayer, um, I lost my mom that gave birth to me. She died Saturday at 5 o'clock in the morning. So just lift my fam- keep my family lifted up in prayer at this time.
0: oh well.
2: Thank, Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you.
1: Good morning, good morning, happy Monday, it's Leticia from Arizona, anybody else join in, I'd like to say good morning.
0: Good morning, sis. Happy
4: Monday. Good morning, Declare Victory. It is a magnificent, motivated
1: Monday. Have a great day, everyone.
0: It
1: is. says happy Monday to you? Is there anybody else that would like to say good morning before I get started with the business at hand? Good morning, this
2: is
1: Juanita. This sister Juanita? Juanita. Good. Good morning, sister Juanita. Thank you for joining us. Good morning. Good
4: morning. Happy Monday.
0: Good morning. <laughs>
3: All
1: right. Well, let us just start with the business at hand. Before mm-hmm. we do, Charlie, I'm getting some feedback. So if you can take a look at your listening device to make sure that your standard lead button is pressed. That would be greatly appreciated.
3: Thank you. Happy Monday. Hello. My name is Letitia from Arizona, and I am your hostess this morning. I want to thank each and every one of you for
1: joining the of Victory. So we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, starting at 6 a.m. Pacific time, 8 a.m. Central
3: time, and 9 a.m. Eastern time, here to edify,
1: empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Thanks for joining us for the last
3: days of the month. This is the last day of the month of July, where our monthly theme was entitled Purpose. You are able to hear each declare, focus on the understanding that God created each
1: of us for his specific purpose and what benefits and powers we have access to as a result of living our God-ordained purpose.
0: Make sure you invite a friend so they can be blessed, too.
3: There are one announcement today. Please join us tonight and every Monday night for Marriage Matters. It's the Marriage Couple or Marriage Hopeful. You can call into the same number,
0: and it's tonight from
3: 6.30 to 7.30 p.m. Pacific Time. 8.30 to 9.30 p.m. Central Time and 9.30 to 10.30 p.m. Eastern Time. You will be happy that you did. There were no prayer requests submitted on the app. However, there were three spoken ones. The first one is from our own sister Lisa. I'd like to know that she was in a car
1: accident on Friday and we want to pray that we were thankful that everybody and nobody was hurt. Still pray for her and the others involved. That time. The second prayer request is from Sister Sabrina. She would like us to pray for peace in her home, especially
3: as the children are transitioning to going back to school. You know what that looks like for her home. So we want to we'll keep her and her family
0: lifted up. And the third one is from Sister Tracy.
1: Want to make sure that we lift up the Lawrence family. She
3: lost her biological mom on Saturday,
1: and we want to make
0: sure that we are praying for her as well as her family for their loss.
3: The order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Krishanda. The declaration will be brought by Kathy. Then we'll go right into closing comments hosted by the declarer. Again, the order of the call today is the prayer and corporate praise will be brought by Krishanda. The declaration will be brought by Kathy. Then we'll go right the closing comments hosted by the declarer. The scripture reading for today is from Acts chapter 17, verse 27. And it reads, his purpose was for the nations to seek after God and perhaps feel their way towards him and find him through, though he is not far from any of us. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, I would like to ask that you double-check, triple-check your listening devices. As I have given a tiny bit of feedback, I want to make sure that your standard mute button is pressed because the call is being recorded. And we would like to preserve the integrity of it. Thank you again for joining the Clare Victory on this Friday, on this Monday, July 31st. As I
0: now pass the call to the Prayer Warrior of the Day. Good morning,
3: good morning, good morning. Can you hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. This is Krishanda. And thank you for the opportunity um, to be with you guys this
0: morning. Holy Spirit, we thank you for
3: yet another day. We thank you for your mercy and your grace. For you are worthy God of all the honor and all the praise. Oh, how we love you, Lord. Lord God, let us have one mind this morning. I speak peace to every household right now, Lord God, as we wake up and seek your face early while you might be found, Lord God. And our first fruits to you, Jesus. Father, you are the best thing that has ever happened to us. You are the great and almighty God. We love you. Jesus, 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 breathe on us this morning, Lord. Allah kobasi tekirobaso
1: ikata namasola kata mikere deso korabasi tia na dereki breathe on us,
3: Holy Spirit. Anasekia let heaven come to earth today, Lord God. Marelekiyata. Lord God, we thank you for every single Declare Victory member on this call. Father, you said if our, your people, the Declare Victory family, who are called by your name, will humble ourselves, Lord God, and pray and seek your face, and turn from our wicked ways, then you, Lord, will hear from us. You would hear the declare victory, family, Malado Sota, and forgive us from, of our sins and heal our land, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that we can bring our petitions to you, great and mighty God, holy, our Savior, Malado Sota, Miki magnificent Father, Maladeki Sota, for Miki Father, we lift up Sister Lisa, and we thank you, God, for your grace on her life. We thank you, Lord God, that your angels were around her as she was driving along the road, Lord God, that you kept her and that you protected her, Lord God, and that no harm came near her. Lord God, we give you thanks, Jesus, today. We thank you, Lord God, hallelujah, that you keep all of us and give us all traveling mercy today, Lord God, that there will be no accidents, no harm, nor danger. Father, we've up Sister Sabrina, her prayer requests, Lord God, for peace in our home and for the children that are returning to school, Lord God. We thank you for peace, Lord God. Hallelujah, we thank you for peace. We thank you for protection for the children, for not only her children, but all the declared victory children in the community, Lord God, and those associated. We lift up the teachers, Father. Father, we pray for wisdom for the teachers. We pray for wisdom for the parents raising the children. We thank you, Lord God, that we can ask you anything and you will hear us, Lord God. You know the needs, Lord God, of the community. You know the needs of the children and we give you thanks, Lord God. We honor you, we praise you, Holy God. There is none like you. Thank you, Lord God. Hallelujah that it has already done these requests, Father. And Holy God. We ask, Lord God, that you send comfort to Tracy, and the Lawrence family, Lord God, you know every single need and the word says that you would supply all of our needs according to your riches and glory, Lord God. We pray,
0: Lord God, for comfort, for peace, for strength. There's nothing like the loss of a loved one, Lord God.
3: So not only do we lift up Sister Tracy, um, but we lift up our Sister Barbara. We lift up our Sister Valerie C. And Lord God, we ask that you continue to strengthen all the families, Lord God, that have suffered loss on this cause, that you would refresh, renew, and revive us, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, today, Lord God, I ask that you touch not only my heart, but touch every single Declare Victory member, that you would purify our hearts, Lord God, that everything we do and say, that our hearts will be connected with your hearts, your heart, Lord God, that our ears and our eyes will be connected to your heart, Lord God, that we would say what you would have us to say, that we would see what you would have us to see. Breathe on us, Holy Spirit. Father, we know that you are watching over your words, Lord God, so let us speak your word. You are faithful to perform it. Lord God, I ask our Declare Victory family to take a moment right now to think about how good you have been to us, Lord God, to wake us up this morning on this 31st of July, giving us another day, Lord God, full of your grace and your mercy. And then when we come off of a mute and corporate prayer, Lord God, that we would honor you and we would give thanks for all that you have done for us, all that you are doing now and all that you will do. So to Cross Victory family Please come off a mute and give God the honor and the praise that he is thank due. You, God, us, Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We worship you this
0: morning, We thank you, yalai, you
2: Lord. Before we ask you for anything, you we Lord. want to yalai,
1: thank you for everything. Thank you, Jesus.
0: Lord thank Jesus are watching over us God. Lord
1: Jesus thank, Lord, thank Lord, you Lord for Jesus. Jesus. Jesus thank, thank Jesus. you, thank thank you Lord, Jesus hallelujah Jesus um, with Jesus, thank, thank, you. thank you for watching over her, and protecting niata, her Lord. Thank you, Lord. For watching over you know every thank single you, Lord. need, Lord. Thank, thank you for me. peace. Thank you, Lord for God, loss, for, but, for, you, Lord God for your thank kindness. You for your thank, thank you for, for your love. For comforting her. Thank you for Hold being a healer, Lord, in Lord God. God. Your Hallelujah. Thank Hallelujah. keeper and a way maker. Hallelujah. We love you, Lord. That's we time. just want to thank you for inviting us today. For coming and going, you our being here, our, our, our hearts, Lord. We, we worship you. Purify our hearts, Lord God. Hallelujah, thank you, Lord Jesus.
0: Lord Jesus, oh, Lord
1: Jesus. Hallelujah. May Yalada Sayada. Holy, we holy God,
3: you are now my Philadelphia. We
1: love you, Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Have your, Lord. your way, Lord.
3: Thank, Thank you, Jesus. Thank, Thank
1: you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank, Thank, Lord. You, for Thank you, Lord.
3: Father, you said without faith, it is impossible to please you. So we come together, Lord God, in faith, believing your every word, Lord God. So as we begin to put our phones back on mute, we thank you, Lord God, for another day. We thank you for Minister Kathy that is coming forth to bring your word we thank you for her heart, Lord God. We thank you, Lord God, that she is bringing a word from you. And we pray that our hearts and our ears are open to receive. In Jesus' name, as I pass the call, to Minister Kathy. Amen, amen. Good morning. Declare victory to God. Be the glory. Thank you to the greeters. Um and to our prayer warrior this morning, Krishanda. God bless you, woman of God. Um, Let's just go straight into the word. I don't want to prolong the time. Um, Father God, I pray right now in the name of Jesus that you will let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thy sight, O Lord, my strength and my redeemer in Jesus' name, amen. If you can just turn with me to Luke chapter 4 Luke chapter 4 we're going to be reading um this morning starting at verse number 14 It's really always good to be back on declare victory I say that every time I come here and um just thank each and every one of you for your prayers uh for me the strength um After losing my mom, some of you know, um, it's been difficult, but difficult does not mean impossible. And so I just give all glory to God for his strength is made perfect in our weakness. Amen. So um, verse 14, I'll be reading, and it says, And Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there he went out a fame, and there went out a fame, of him throughout all the regions round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all. And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up. And as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. Verse 17, and there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord, Verse 20, and he closed the book and gave it to the minister and sat down. And the eyes of all of them were in the synagogue, were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, This day is the scriptures fulfilled in your ears. So Before we get started into purpose, this has been the theme all month long. You guys um, have taken every morning of this month of July, this is the last day of the month, to just come and hear a word about purpose, to uh, figure out and to find out and to understand and to look at and to uh, locate purpose. What is your purpose? What is the purpose? Um, how to fulfill it? I'm sure there were so many different uh, topics and, and themes and um, admirations um, and affirmations, confirmations and revelations spoke about. Um, the first thing I want to just kind of look at uh, for this morning is just the end of verse number 21. The end of verse number twenty-one. And I'm just gonna read twenty-one again in your hearing. And it says, and he began to say unto them, This day is this scripture fulfilled in your ears. Um, so after Jesus reads, um, and it says Isaiah, but it's uh the book of Isaiah, um, he's he's telling them this day, uh, this scripture fulfilled in your ears. And so with these words, Jesus really just answers a couple of questions for us. One of the questions that he answers for us is uh who did uh Isaiah write about? Who did Isaiah write about? Um he's writing about Jesus. Jesus is literally just saying in the last verse Jesus is saying Isaiah wrote of me Um, The second question that he answers for us in that last verse is, when will this come to pass? Like, when is it going to happen? And Jesus is saying that, you know, Isaiah wrote of now. So he's saying this day, which means now, this scripture, the very thing that's in here is coming to pass now. So as we look back in the text, we see that Jesus came with a purpose. He had a passion and he had a cause. His purpose was aligned with God's purpose. And this is one thing that we have to understand about when we look at purpose or when we read about purpose. You know, I think there was a book called Purpose Driven Life. When we begin to become in search of those things, we have to understand that our purpose has to be aligned with the purpose of God. Jesus's purpose is not separate from what God wanted. And and what we do and what we say and how we are should not be separate from what Christ did, what Christ said, and how Christ was. It should be in the same alignment of Jesus's assignment. And so when you begin to look at Christ, thank you, God, when you begin to look at Christ, you should also be able to mirror Uh, who you are based off of what you see Christ as, based off of who you see Christ as, based off of what you've seen Christ do, you should be able to align what your purpose is because the alignment is not outside or separate from what God wants. God wants the same thing that he wanted when he sent Jesus here from, from us. The same reason that Christ came for us He's also sent us for others. And so you have to ask yourself, Lord, who am I sent to and who am I sent for? That's where you'll find the depth and the true understanding of purpose. So Jesus didn't come to do his own thing. He came to do the will of his father. His father's passion, thank you, God, was people. His father's creation was the world. It was his 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 passion and his purpose was fellowship and relationship with creation. And this is what he wanted all alone. It was intimacy with us and that plan was always the plan even after the fall of man it never changed the plan of god even during the fall of man god's plan doesn't change because of a mess up or a hiccup or anything that happens that interrupts or interferes with the the alignment or the assignment of god it still will and shall come to pass and so and so um his purpose was always aligned, so it was not separated, it was never separate. He never went to try to do his own thing. He always wanted what the father wanted. He says so many times in the scriptures, I only speak, thank you, God, what I hear my father say. So even down to the very words that Jesus speaks is not even his own. He only speaks what he hears God saying in the moment. How many times have we used our own sex or separate words to express things that God has not said? Help us, Lord. And so God, Jesus is, is teaching us through this text, that his passion, his father's passion was people that that it was fellowship, that it was relationship, that it was intimacy, that it was us, his plan, his purpose, his- uh his passion was us, and that plan was always the plan, so the purpose yeah the purpose for Jesus being sent here to us was to get us, God, thank you, he was sent here for God so loved, that's the passion, the passion was love, God so loved the world that his purpose was to redeem the world from sin, so sin becomes the cause that moves purpose, yeah, God, Uh, uh, that moves passion into purpose, So sin, there has to be a reason. Listen, y'all. There has to be a reason that you're here, right? Excuse me. There has to be a reason that you're here. Trust and believe that you are not here on accident, but on purpose. You are not here incidentally, but on purpose. God did not take yeah, He did not take the time that it needed to create you and to bring you before wow, God, to understand you, to put in you before he formed you in your mother's womb to have you delivered here through your parents, wow. Uh, in order for this to be something that you just sit around and wonder about you are here for a purpose and and so the purpose that God has was to get us back initially he's creating he's making the world right and then the fall happens the fall creates. A division or a divide or separation between the relationship that was purposed for us to be intimate, to be personable, to come into the presence, to have time with God. That relationship is broken because of a cause. The cause, the because, is sin. Sin enters and sin separates because God does not have fellowship with sin and sin separates. So God has to use the separation to create something that will get us back in line and aligned with Christ. That's purpose. He uses passion, which is his love, to create purpose, which is his plan so that he can get back in relationship, thank you, Holy Ghost, with us, right? And so... God says, God says he did it to get us back, to get the world, to get creation, to get us back in the right standing with God. It was to mend the relationship between the father and his children. And sin being the cause of that error or that brokenness, sin caused a broken relationship and sin still causes, broken relationships, not just with people, but also people and God. And when we find out the cause, we can also find the culprit. The culprit is Satan, and Satan only comes with his purpose, which is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. And the reason Satan has a purpose to kill, steal, and destroy is because the cause, yes, the cause of creation is the the kids. We are the cause. We are the reason. We are the purpose for God's love and creation because he wanted relationship with us. So the first one with a purpose is God, and then he creates us with a purpose, and Satan wants to kill the purpose. Ah, God. He wants to steal the purpose. He wants to destroy the purpose because the cause is the children. The cause is because he can't, he can't no longer be who he was. And so therefore, he's trying to get us to forfeit who we are. Listen, you're not trying to find out who you are. You are. You're trying to understand who you are. You know whose you are, but you have to get an understanding of why you're here. You're not trying to figure out your purpose. You were with a purpose. You're trying to understand that which you were sick with. I got papers in my hand God, I got plans and I got visions and I have dreams and, and I have instructions and I have this passion and this zeal and this burning. I have this thing happening inside of me that I don't understand. It doesn't mean that you can't find your purpose. It means that you don't understand what your purpose to do, and when you find out what your purpose to do, it will be coupled with the power that you need to do it, to perform it, to create it. You will have the power, God's power to do that very thing that he sent you to do. I hope that's making sense, y'all. I hope I didn't lose nobody in this. His purpose, we are his reasons and his cause of sending his son. You're not here on accident. You're not here on accident, but on purpose. One of the biggest things that most believers also struggle with is finding their purpose. People can spend years trying to figure out why to their whereabouts. The why to your whereabouts, why am I here? And the purpose really is to find out the reason you were sent to earth. Listen. As I was just spending some time with God, everything seemed to be so foreign, right? God began to show me things in a different realm or different state of being. And and, and he said, it's going to sound odd to them because they don't understand that they're really not from here. Oh, Jesus. He said, they don't understand that they're really not from here. Yeah, And I don't care what you try to do to fit in here. Oh, you're never going to fit in the world. I, I created you. You're in the world. Oh, God. But you're not of the world. And, and so some of the trials that you face because of worldliness, Never makes sense to you because you're trying to understand them in the natural instead of hearing them and seeing them in the spiritual they're supposed to happen because it's a worldly experience for a spiritual being and and God says, "I want you to understand that people can spend years trying to figure out." the why to the where. Uh, why am I here? He said the purpose is to find out the reason you were sent to the earth. And God says, I put something in you that is needed here. I put something inside of each one of you that, that Earth blah, 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 the world did not have it, it lacks that very thing that I put in you, and, and so purpose is not lost, purpose becomes hidden, and it only can be revealed by God. But God can only reveal your purpose when you purposely spend time in the presence of God, and, and, and so. Something that was put in you, that was put in us, is needed here. Otherwise, you would never have sent us here. And and the only real way to understand it is to seek after God. And and I believe that it gets difficult when we're taught to find it, to find, find your purpose, find, find out what your purpose is. And I say that because as I with the Lord about it, he kept revealing to me that purpose isn't lost. It's not something you have to find. He says purpose is hidden. Purpose is in you. And and hidden is Things are revealed by me, God says. He says, I'll reveal, yeah, the purpose in private, and then I'll call, yes, yeah, I'll call you to publicly yeah, perform that which I've hidden in you woo, to come to pass, to manifest in the earth. He says, we can spend years, woo, but you have to spend time. Listen, y'all, you can spend years trying to find something that ain't lost. You ever been looking for something and you really know where you put it and it's sitting right in your face and you're like, oh my goodness, this thing was sitting right here. That says you can spend time. You can spend years, you can spend months, days looking for something that's not lost. But, if you would just spend time with me, you'll see it. You must spend time with him in order to understand it and and most of the time, people are seeking a thing, but you have to seek God so that you understand purpose on a personal level, and then you'll understand the reason. You were sent here. That says he says to tell you. He says, tell them that I put purpose in them. And what you have in you is already there and your purpose is needed here. Your very existence has caused and associated and, and, and your very existence has a cause and and." Everything that he put in you is associated with that cause. So, while learning to understand your purpose, you'll also find out your cause of existence. Excuse me if I'm tripping up on the words. Your purpose, when you understand it, will cause you to understand your very existence. Cause, let's look at that. So, cause. It's also known as etiology or etiology, which is the reason or the origin of something. The word etiology is derived from the Greek word etiologia, which means given a reason for. God says to me this morning as I was just reading and studying God says to me this morning, He says, Earth gave me a reason to send you. He said, Situations, circumstances gave me a reason to send you. I need y'all to hear this individually for yourself. God said, There was a reason I had to send you here. And and the reason why it's so uncomfortable. Is because you know, in the depths of who you are in God, that this is not your home. But you have to, you were sent here to do something. God says, there are situations or causes that have given me a reason to create you for that very cause. He says, tell them, look, Lord, that they're not only needed, but they're necessary. That's just to tell you this morning that you are necessary. When when you look up the biblical definition of purpose, it says that it's the reason why God called us and the reason why he created us. And it comes from the root word that means to give counsel or to deliberate or determine. And our purpose in life is the very meaning of our existence and the way we glorify God, so one question we can ask ourselves in this finding a way to understand our purpose is is what I'm doing in life' bringing him glory, like does my life bring glory to my god do Do the things that I say and the things that i do? bring him glory? Do the places that I travel or the people that can hear me talk? And I'm not talking about when I'm preaching or teaching, just talking, whether you know me or not, or are in like an earshot of someone of my conversation or your conversation. If they're in an earshot of their your conversation, if they're overhearing you on your cell phone or talking in a car with your windows down, it's what we're saying or how we're acting or how we're behaving bringing him glory the lord said to me he says purpose is not something that you have to even search for outside of who you are he said it's inside of you you were created with it and it was a component of who you are he says we were made with purpose on the inside of us, God says to me, just ask them, what are they passionate about? What are you passionate about? When you tap into your passion, you'll collide with your purpose. So Jesus, when we look at the text, he came for people. God has a passion, a love for people, so much so that he took on the form of man to come to people for people, right? He came to people, and that was his purpose. And the Bible says in 2 Timothy 1 and 9, he says, he has saved us and called us to a holy life, not because of anything that we have done, but because of his own purpose and grace. And so we see in Second Timothy that he's telling us that the reason he saved us and called us into a holy life it wasn't because of what we do or what we've done it was because of his own purpose and his grace. so Jesus is stating the purpose of his being as he reads what the prophet. Isaiah wrote about him as he stands in the synagogue. And he says in verse 18, he says, the spirit of the Lord is upon me." And so the first thing that you need to tap into is not you, but the spirit of the Lord. You have to ask yourself, in order for me to fulfill the very thing that God has sent me to do, I have to make sure That the spirit of the Lord is upon me. I have to make sure that I'm doing that very thing that he sent me to do in the spirit of the Lord. The first thing that is, is revealed is his spirit. God, thank you. The first thing that's given for the task, for the assignment, for the purpose, for the plan is his spirit. We cannot do it outside of an alignment with the Spirit of God. Otherwise, it will be done carnally and in your own self, for your own self, right? It will be selfish. And so the Spirit of the Lord keeps us to a humble place, knowing that we can't do this without him. But through Christ, we can do all things. And so he says, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me like this assignment he gave me but he didn't just give me the assignment he empowered me with whew, with what i need in order to fulfill the assignment he says he says the spirit of the lord is upon me because so this is the cause he because he has anointed me so not only does he Put the spirit of the Lord upon me, but He's anointed me, which means He's given me this thing. He's He's assigning me this thing. He's empowering me with this thing. He's anointed me for what, y'all? For what? He says. Let's break it down in bullets. <clears throat> Bullet number one, or you can number if you're taking notes. He's anointed me to do what? To preach the gospel to the poor. So one of my assignment or purposes is to preach the gospel to the poor. And I just want to dispel the 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 religious understanding of preach. Because preach isn't just something that we stand behind a pulpit and holler and scream. Preach means to proclaim. It means to tell or announce. And so sometimes we think we have to be called by man or even licensed by man to preach. But God says, when you're anointed, Jeremiah, I knew you from before you were created in your mother's womb, and I called you to and anointed you to do this, this, and that. Jeremiah is anointed before he's even created and made. And so God says, I want you to understand, preaching just means to proclaim, means to tell, means to announce the gospel, which is the good news, to the poor, which is those that are, it doesn't have to be just financially poor, but you could be poor in spirit. You could be poor in health, but tell someone something good about the healer. Yeah, about special. When you're poor in health, you wanna hear good news about he that has healed and that has said by his stripes, we are, yeah you want to bring some good news to people who are poor in spirit they could be dealing with grief mourning disappointment bring them some good news Ah, that will lift their poor spirit to understand that i don't have to be rich in finances to feel rich and, 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 and the fellowship that I have with God, his, his enrichment, his His riches, when my bank account is low, I still feel high. Thank you, God, that, that even when things are down, I can look up when things are bad, he's still good. He says to preach some good news to people that are struggling. And, and, and so he's anointed us, and, and at first he puts his spirit on us and then anoint us to bring some good news to people that are in a situation that needs good news. And and sometimes that good news, ah, my God, has to come, oh Jesus, when people are in bad times. And I know we say, don't wait until things are going bad to begin to praise them. But do you understand that when things are going bad, that creates the cause, that causes the passion for your purpose. And so this is where you can step in to your calling, that God has said, go tell them something good about me. Go tell them something good about the Lord. Go tell them something good about the gospel, about Christ, about what I'm able to do. Go tell them, go put some good out there in this bad land, in this bad world, in their bad situations. Go put some good on it. Put 50s on the good. Tell them exactly what I said. Preach the gospel, the good news to those that are poor. What else? He said he sent me. So first he 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 says he anointed me to preach. Then he sent me. Listen, you were sent here. You were sent here. The whoosh, I thought about that. The portal or the chamber or 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 the 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 uh the the pathway. Yeah, Jesus. The pathway that he uses to get you into the earth came in the form of a womb. Whoo. The birth canal, right, the cervix, he he sent you here. Ah, which means if you're sent, oh God, you came from somewhere. Come on, Lord. You came from him. In order to be sent means that you weren't existing here initially, but you were sent here. So where were you before you were you? Where were you before you were you? Yo, listen to this. He says he sent me here to heal the brokenhearted. There are people that are brokenhearted. Do you understand that there's a syndrome called the brokenhearted syndrome and that people can die of a heartbreak and it doesn't have to be a heart attack it doesn't have to be a stroke, that mourning and grief and sorrow and sadness and being feeling poor in your spirit can cause your heart to be broken and that you can be you can succumb to death because of that brokenness. And he says, he sent me here to heal, come on God, the broken hearted. He sent me here to heal, to heal the broken hearted. To heal, to bring something that helps, to bring something that man, listen y'all, listen to this in the spirit, to to heal means to do something supernatural. To heal means to perform something that medicine can't do. To heal means to, to, to do miraculous things through the power of God. It's not just for Medical reasons, people need their minds healed. People need their circumstances, their finances, their marriages, their children, their, their 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 feelings, their doubt. They need to be healed in more ways than just medical. And so what the enemy will try to do is he'll try to get us. Thank you, God. I hear you, Lord. He'll try to get us to focus on one particular area when we hear the word healing, we always think about a physical sickness or ailment. But God says that there are people that are sick in their mind that needs to be healed. There are people whose marriages are sick that needs to be healed. There are people whose children's behaviors or conduct are sickening. It brings shame to the family dynamic, and that needs to be healed. Your bloodline needs healing because there may have been some generational things that have cursed the bloodline. There's there's healing that comes beyond just medical healing that that Jesus says, he sent me to heal the brokenhearted. And also, let's just keep going, and also to preach deliverance to the captive. He wants us to proclaim their deliverance, to proclaim the deliverance to those that feel like they're captive. There's those that are acting stuck, whom the Son sets free is free indeed. And so there are times, and I know we've seen this picture circulating on the internet before of a horse um and a horse that has a rope around his neck, but he's not tied to anything, but because the weight of the rope he's so used to being tied up, so look at let's look at scene let's look at the cause that caused Jesus to be the cause <laughs> for the purpose of redemption, right and so. Sin, when you're stuck in it, when you're practicing it, when you're in it, right, it, it, it's a rope around you. It chains you to something. It, it ties you to something. And so when we are set free of that sin, sometimes we can feel the residue around the neck. Oh, God. Around our neck of that very thing that keeps our, thank you, Holy Ghost. When you have something around your neck, it changes your posture. Listen, it changes your posture and it makes you slump over. It keeps your head downward. It makes you look down instead of up. But God says, listen, the enemy comes, right, to steal, kill, and destroy. We know that. And so what happens is the enemy would like for you to think that you are still bound in sin when the Son has set you free. The reason the enemy wants you to feel bound and, and not fulfill your purpose is what he does is he'll make you remember the weight. Of the rope around your neck, and so it, you can feel the heaviness of your past. Oh God, you can feel the heaviness and the weightiness of your sin and of what you messed up at. Oh God. Uh, and that weight will cause you not to look up because what you're feeling is you're feeling that you're still tied. But God says, I came to preach deliverance to those, to the captive. And so if you came in, declare victory, filling the weight and the heaviness of yesterday, of whatever mistakes you made in the past, of the things that the enemy has tried to whisper. Yeah, God, Because remember, he tries to disguise himself as, as, as the light, he tries to disguise himself as Christ. He tries to mimic and counterfeit everything that Christ, that God has done. And so he'll try to come yeah, with a low voice, but not a still small voice and mimic the sound of God. And so God says, free. Let them know that the heaviness, that what they feel is the weight of the glory. The glory that comes after you've been tried. The glory that comes after you've been released. I know you feel something around your neck, but it's not a bind. It's not a chain. You're free because whom the sun. Free, it's free indeed, and you have to tell your mind to mind the word of God. And and you have to tell yourself, I'm no longer bound to sin. I'm no longer captive to sin. I'm no longer stuck. In. I'm not stuck to that. That used to hold me in the past. I'm free, and I'm preaching the good news. I'm going to fulfill the purpose, and I'm a guy like Isaiah said when Jesus read, "The time is now." And he's talking about me. God says, "Tell him the time is now, y'all." And I'm talking about you. If you're on this call, the time is now, and I'm talking about you. Before you leap into the new beginning of August, which the number eight means new beginnings, before you reach tomorrow. I need you to understand today that the time is now. God doesn't have to wait for a new month oh, God, to make a new you. Hey, God, Your newness is not predetermined by the date on the calendar, but by the timing of God and the time. Declare victory is now. The time is now, he says, and recovering sight to the blind. Woo! Recovering sight to the blind. We hear the song, Amazing Grace. Remember, he came and did this for the purpose and the grace of himself, of God. He says, recovering sight to the blind. What you couldn't see, you are about to see. Yes, yeah. I got heart. Oh. What you couldn't see, he says, I want to. Listen, I want you to understand this. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Let me go back. Let me go back. I hear God saying, it's not what you couldn't see. To recover something means you once saw it. Whew. But then life happened. Come on, y'all. You once saw it? You saw the glory of God. You saw. You felt the zeal. You felt the burn, the passion. He says, "I'm gonna recover. I'm gonna recover the sight to the blind." Woo! What blinded you? Man, God about thought, Was it the divorce? Come on, God. What? What was it? The molestation? What was it? What was it? What 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 was it? Was it the abuse? What blinded you? What blinded you? He says, I'm recovering your sight. Oh God, come on, Lord. Well what blinded you? What was it the hurt? Was it the betrayal? What blinded you? What what made you stop seeing? Oh God. What made you stop seeing? What Oh God says, what made you stop looking? What made you stop looking for it? What made you stop looking for what I've hidden in you? What made you start looking around you instead of in you? Oh, Jesus. We have to kill that comparison spirit. Come on, God. We have to kill that comparison spirit where we begin to look more at others than within ourselves. And because we're not whatever they are, we think that we aren't anything at all. And that's not true. That's a lie from the pit of hell. God says, you're not just needed, declare victory, you're necessary. You're necessary. I sent you here with something inside of you that's necessary for this earth. And I need you to understand that I've anointed you for it. That it's already in you. You don't have to look for it. Just find me. And I'll show you what made you stop looking. What made you stop looking for me and start looking for others to tell you. What I can tell you in private. And then manifest for the world to see. He says, to set at liberty them that are bruised. To set at liberty them that are bruised. We need to be liberated. 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 It 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 gives us a reason. It gives us to, a reason to feel the freedom, the liberty of God. See, what religion can do is religion can have you so bound that you become more structural than aligned. That you'll start doing things based off of routine you start doing things based off of routine and, and ritual, than relationship. See, your relationship with God has nothing to do with anyone else. Your relationship with God has everything to do with you. And God doesn't want you to feel that you're not liberated in him so that you can always have the freedom to move. Oh God, thank you, God. When God says to move, that you're not bound or stuck to anything or anyone, that you're free from everything, even the judgment of the enemy, even the judgment of the frenemy, even the judgment of your own mind that keeps taking you back into conversations about what you used to do and who you used to be. That says finding the cause, the meaning, the reason that you were here that you are here will help you understand the purpose of what you were sent here to do. And so the liberation that, that Christ was was sent to bring into the earth caused such a fame, right? It caused such a talk. And and, and now this scripture in Luke comes right after his testing in <clears throat> in the wilderness with the enemy. It comes right after he's tested or tempted, thank you, Holy Ghost, by the enemy. He, he fasted 40 days, and here comes Satan. God says, it's going to come after you overcome, listen, y'all. It's going to come after you overcome temptation. There's an alignment with God. If you go back further in in, in Matthew chapter 3, you see God announces Christ's reason and his purpose for being. This is my son. He announced the end of the purpose in whom I'm well pleased. How can God be already pleased when I haven't even started my purpose? God says, because I'm the beginning and the end, because I'm the alpha and the omega, because I am the all-knowing God. I am omniscient. And so I can announce that I'm pleased with you because I've already seen you through. And so the enemy will try to have you struggling to figure out what it is that you need to find because he knows that it's hidden inside of you. Declare victory. Listen, y'all, I'm done. He knows, y'all. The enemy knows that what's in us is a threat to who he is. He won't be able to talk to you no more. And when he tries to come, you'll recognize his voice. And God says, my sheep know my voice and another they will not follow. And so when the further away you get from that thing that has tried to fool you and to make you think that you are stuck, the closer you'll understand the purpose that's already in you. And so I would tell you on this last day of the month is to begin spending even more time with God. And I'm not saying that you don't already. I'm not saying that you haven't. What I'm saying is keep going. Keep looking. Keep watching. Keep listening. Keep waiting. Keep believing. If nothing else, proclaim it. When you get set, like when you get to a place where you realize, oh, best. See, I'm gonna tell you something. I'm gonna tell you this. When I was in the world, right, I used to be a beast in the street, y'all. I used to fight, right. I used to fight. I I would take challenges from people that wanted to beat me up. Like it, it was like okay. I meet you, and it was nothing to me. I was fearless in the world, and it could have costed me my life. But the cause for my life and God not allowing me to succumb to those ignorant ways or to stay bound and chained to sin, the freedom and the liberty that he's given me, I still have some residue of that gangster in me that tells the enemy, Oh, Beth, I you coming after me? You coming for my kids? Beth, all right, I'll meet you. I, I I it's not my battle, y'all. I'm not saying that I'm fighting him, but I know the God that already won. And so every time he tries to remind me of what I did or what I was or or what used to happen, I just go to Revelation and tell him what is and what was and what's gonna happen. Like I know how to fight in the spirit. I'm not Tricked up in my mind about the enemy. God doesn't want the enemy to trick you up in your mind. You have to know that you are king's kids. You got to know that you are a royal priesthood, a holy nation, that you belong to Christ, that God is mindful of man. And we question what is thy? that he's mindful of us because he created relationship with us. He created us for relationship. He created us for worship. He created us for his own self. And so whatever he wants to do with our life, that's what we do, whatever it is, God. And so to find one purpose is to find no purpose at all. And so there are times where God wants to use you here and use you there and use you with this. And you do that. And it's not because you got a whole bunch of things going on. It's because that there's a whole bunch of things that God needs you for in this earth. The devil is alive. I speak life over you right now in the name of Jesus. I speak killing over your minds right now in the name of Jesus. I speak deliverance over your mind right now in the name of Jesus. We cancel every assignment that the enemy has tried to trick you up with. We cancel it right now in the name of Jesus. We, we, we go back into the courts of heaven and settle every case because we now have a cause for being. I understand now that I am needed and necessary and I'm not here on accident but purposely and I have a purpose in this world that can't nobody else do but me and this is why God brought me and sent me into this earth and he used the portals to bring me into this earth so that I can be all that he has called and caused me to be. Welcome to your purpose, y'all. I can't even say find it. Welcome. Welcome to your purpose. Thank you, July. Thank you, July. Thank you, July. Thank you, July. Thank you, July, that we get to leap into August knowing because we're not going over without the knowledge. All Everything that you guys have had for these 31 days, everything that you guys have been given for these 31 days is going to carry you. Woo! carry you into the new beginning of you. And people will begin to say, she's different, he's different, He acting different, he's
0: acting different. He's acting different.
3: Yes. Welcome, purpose. Welcome. Thank you, God. God, we thank you right now in the name of Jesus for purpose this month. We thank you for finding us and teaching us, Lord God, through every declaring, Lord God, about purpose, about your purpose, and about our purpose that aligns with you, God. Thank you, Lord. I thank you for every person that has a comment or commentary or that just says hello, Father God, because they assembled to hear you, God. And I thank you that you've given me the words for them. God, it wasn't by power or might, but by your spirit, God. And I thank you for using me in this morning, in this moment, God. Get the glory out of our lives in Jesus' name, amen. Good morning, declare victory. If you hadn't had the opportunity to say good morning, this is a wonderful time to
0: do so. Good morning, Pastor Kathy. This is glorious,
3: Gloria. God bless you. Thank you so much.
0: Good morning, Pastor Kathy. This is Persistent Priscilla. God bless you. God bless you.
1: Good morning, Good morning. Mm-hmm. Pastor Kathy. This is your minister in training, Diamond. God bless you, woman of God. God bless you, Diamond. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning.
0: Good morning. It's Krishanda. God bless you. God
1: bless you, Krishanda.
0: Good morning to you. Good morning, Amen. Mrs. God bless Go you. This is Mary. God bless you. That was God great.
4: Miss mm-hmm. Kathy, Miss Kathy, Miss Kathy. Good Monday morning with your good ancient Bible so I love you. This is Rochelle. Have a great day. Good morning, Rochelle. I love you too, sweetheart. Have a great day. Good, Good morning, morning beautiful morning. one of God. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Natasha. Thank you so much. My love you. you,
0: Natasha. Love you too. Amen.
3: Amen. Good morning, y'all. Listen, I'm excited about today, and I'm excited about what God is doing in the lives of his people. Amen. If there's any questions or comments, this is a time that we can go through any questions or comments that you may have, any commentary um, that you may have at this time. Amen.
4: Kathy is with y'all again. Can you just go over your bullet points one more time?
0: Yes. So the first one is, let me scroll down.
3: So the first one, and so it comes from verse 18. And so the Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me. And so the first bullet was basically to do what, What is he anointed us to do? And that's to preach the gospel to the poor. So it's just breaking up the scripture uh, as a bullet because you have to preach. And then the next step is he has sent me. So he sent us to heal the brokenhearted. The third bullet was to preach deliverance to the captive. The fourth bullet was recovering of sight to the blind. And the fifth bullet is to set at liberty them that are bruised. And so it's just broken down in the scripture in verse number 18, those uh, different steps to preach, sent me to heal, to preach deliverance. So, preach the gospel, preach deliverance, and to heal, recover
4: in sight, and set at liberty. Thank you. I think I got caught up in a revelation and missed that. And I was just like, oh my God, i missed the bullet points. But I just want to, <laughs> um, when you talked about the passion and the purpose and how the purpose um, is hidden within us, um, you know, the Lord just revealed that He's the the master architect, that he made the plans. And in order to be able to see the vision of the plans, you have to go through him, our triune God. So I think I, I I started writing a whole bunch of notes about that. And then I was just like, oh, my God, it's just, it's amazing how we can come together and try to figure out stuff. And, and when God gives us something, of course, we're supposed to do the research, but we're supposed to seek him. And then yes. study what he has given us instead of saying, well, he showed me or told me this. It might be very clear, but sometimes there's, there, not sometimes, all the time, there's some work that has to be done by
1: us.
4: Oh, yes. So right, much is given, much is required. It amen. doesn't mean he's going to give you everything, but we got some work to do. We okay. got some work to do. So, okay. yes, I appreciate you. Thank you so much. Amen. To copy be the glory. And you are so right. Like he'll give you things in parts,
3: and so uh, it's it's almost like you know I'll give you a piece of something, but you have to come and keep seeking me for the rest of the information to bring it into the fullness and the wholeness. Um, just like Jesus is reading, he's reading a, a a prophecy that now he can stand and say it's being pur- fulfilled. But think about how many years it took for that to come to pass, and so we have to get out of a Place or a space where we feel like it has to be done like a microwave type thing, fast food. We want it right now, and it's like, will you take the time and the the time necessary to prepare for that very thing that's already in you? Anyone else,
0: Pastor Kathy? I My just name. want to say, I'm
4: believing that uh, building that relationship. That's it. That's what that is. So go ahead. Please.
1: Amen. No, good morning, Kathy. This is Dee. Love you so much, and I always look forward to your passion, gangster. From one gangster to <laughs> another, I get it. Um, man, the the secret things belong to the Lord, and I always think about that when He reveals. Like you said, He reveals to us and our purposes. And sometimes, if we're out of sync, and I've been in this place just just paying attention more to me and what I'm called to do, and who I'm called to and all that, my assignment. Because if we're not careful, we'll get out of order, right? If we, we're moving and it's not really what he has for us. Um, So I'm just thankful because I'm learning to just be still and know that he is in every situation so that I'm, I'm not moving out of sync and in the season that I'm not supposed to be in, if that makes any sense. Because if we know, Amen. sometimes we move too fast. Right. So we're all over the place. And that's not what he has for us to do. If that makes sense? So I'm learning. Thank you, Jesus. i almost 56. I know to be still. I know to mind my business. And I know it's a, unless the the word really comes from him, I'm not moving. I'm not. I don't care okay. what anybody says or what anybody thinks. I've learned to just be still and know that he's God so that I'm not off. If I'm not off assignment. Because I think sometimes we think, no, that he didn't give me that. <laughs> that wasn't for me. That's because I got in my right. emotions and my feelings, so I'm learning to just be feeling no. And I'm glad you said that because it is. He He reveals stuff to us in time. So I love you and I yes. thank God for you and constantly pray for you. And you be, I'll be paying attention. I'll be on your, I'm on your stuff, sis. So I might not say a lot, but I'm paying attention because He told me be quiet and listening season. So I love you and thank mm-hmm. God. for you. Love you too, God bless to you, sweetheart.
0: You
3: are so right. Like if there's a timing for everything. Ecclesiastes teaches us that um there's time for everything. And so we do have to wait on the Lord. And you know, I agree with what you're saying. There are times that we're moving too quick and then there are times that we won't move at all. And so we have to be mindful of those things too. Like what causes you to stay stuck. And that's what God was showing me today. Like a lot of times people if you can spend twenty years trying to find your purpose, you can spend twenty minutes talking to the God of your purpose. Like, come on. Why waste the time looking around outside of who you are to find something that he plays to you? But I digress. (laughs) Anyone else? Well, let the church say amen.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was a rainbow word this morning. And I, I, um, what you said about, uh, healing us from the comparison spirit, um, you know, for us to just learn who we are, who we, we already know who we are, and to walk it out, to seek him, you know, really for instructions for our next. And I was just thinking last night about how we are all different and our voices are different, our sounds, what we bring is different. Yes, and yes. going back to the orchestra, you know, that we need each mm. instrument. So. God bless you. I just love you. You were just so cool and chill this morning. Just It was just so boss-like. You just delivered
3: the <laughs> word,
4: and I heard it. God bless you. <laughs>
3: God bless you. God bless
0: you. Good morning, Sister Joyce. I mean, Kathy, this is Trurina. Good morning, Trurina. Good morning. Yes, that is
3: my mission, uh, God gave me that scripture, Isaiah
0: 61, 1, to 3, my heart goes out to the broken. My heart goes out to the brokenhearted, to the grieving.
4: Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, my God, to the comfort of the mourn, uh, you know, in verse 2 in, in Isaiah, and
3: um, beautiful ashes and order joy instead of mourning, and garment
0: of praise. I mean, all that I went through from childhood, uh, you know, mm. everything I went through, that was, you know, so that's what I'm called to do. Oh, yeah. uh, thank you for the breaking down of
3: the scripture, uh, you know, for Luke 4, uh, 418.
0: I appreciate you and I love you. Have I love day. you too you too for I Thank you. Amen,
3: amen, amen. Anyone else want to jump on and add some
0: commentary?
3: Good morning, Pastor. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Good morning, Pastor. How are you today?
0: Good morning. I I'm am well. telling you,
3: it's always good to hear your word. and I thank God that it was just at the appropriate time. I thank God that uh, we're ending this month with you. Um, you know, with our purpose, it has been a good month. So many great speakers, and I heard Dee Dee say that we're just sitting back listening. We're we're uh, all over the whole. You know, we're you know in uh, on social media just the various places where we are, um, you know, kind of engaging with one another. You know, we may not be saying nothing, but that but the things that are coming across for our purpose, to make it complete, yeah. thank you so much. We do have assignments. And every part of that scripture that you read, the breaking down of it, it causes us to push to purpose. Thank yeah. you for yeah. constantly pushing us pressing us I told someone we are being slushed out and I continue mm-hmm. to say that this month has been phenomenal and even oh, oh, even though I had a I mean it was just a month that I can't even explain I, I lost my brother um, in my the God. earlier part I lost my aunt I lost mm-hmm. my mother-in-law I mean I had mm-hmm. just but I had to keep pushing to purpose I couldn't stop it didn't mean that our journey when we go through those things that our life stop it doesn't and it's okay we're grieving but yet we're still in the process of our purpose okay. so god bless May. you woman of god, god i I, I feel too. you your heart is so big thank you keep doing what you do
0: to God, God glory. Yes, Lord. God Bush. bless you. Amen. Good morning. Good morning, uh, Pastor Sister Kathy.
1: Mm-hmm. I just
0: how befitting it was. This is persistent for you to be um, the last day of purpose, and Ooh. it has been a rich month. I feel like. Um, well I know it's not even a feeling that you just got this not saying that anyone else but straight from the throne. I mean it just penetrated my stomach um my heart and my mind. there was so much it just it's almost like I feel like God, just put the gauntlet down. this is it. This is how you God. navigate to find your purpose. It's in you, spend time with me. Yes, um, you, you speak me with your whole heart. You will find more than what you think you're going to find. Ooh, that's what I hear him saying to this to me this morning, and I know we're on to something this month because you name it, the enemy's been coming at me with all of my issues, with all of my weaknesses, temptations. Um, uh, you know, men that I find absolutely gorgeous. Why now
2: <laughs>
0: you know so I just you know when you start to understand more about the kingdom and 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 the enemy of your soul and what you have to do to pursue the Lord, to know who you are, to stay anchored in him to to just get grounded and rooted even more and more and more. It's consistent and constant. Yeah. Um, I'm just grateful for your word this morning in so many ways. Hallelujah. You know, it's like when you hear it, it's like a you know, a pin drop. You have to be so still and quiet. and just, It just came in me. I can't even explain it. It just opened up um, something that was really necessary for this month for me. So I just really appreciate you tarrying, spending time with the Lord, hearing him with your precision and your accuracy and everything that you brought to the table to conclude this teaching for this month. Thank you, thank you. So precious, so wonderful, and so I'm so grateful. <laughs> thank Praise you. God. Bless God. All glory to
3: God. All glory to God. I thank God. I just thank God for everything, everything. Jesus. Thank you, Lord.
0: Anyone anyone else? Amen. Amen. Let's declare victory. It's oh for somebody else hey, this is glorious. Uh again.
3: Hi. 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 We Love you. you. I appreciate um you reaffirming the importance of us pressing into him and uh, and and not allowing the distractions or the things that that try to be a distraction or try to pull us off even when we're off when we when we confess he's faithful to forgive us and then we have to continue we have to press back in and press even the more because the enemy the enemy doesn't want us to fulfill purpose but i thank god that he already placed this in us so i really appreciate you sis I love you. I love your delivery, and I I just thank God for you.
4: Amen. And you're right. The enemy does not want us to fulfill it,
3: and he absolutely wants us to spend so much time
4: distracted, thinking we're really looking for it when it's really in us. And so, you know, prayerfully, we've killed all those distractions this morning and could just continue
3: on this journey with Christ because it's an
4: amazing, this is an amazing
3: work that God has given us it really is and when you begin to realize who you are you know and what you were sent here to
4: do it's just the, the receiving of it and the boldness that comes with it spiritual boldness not cockiness or arrogance but the spiritual boldness that comes with the
3: comes with it and giving God the room and the absolute ability to you know um, just fulfill it we have to look at it as a completed work. Like it's already done. It's already done. It's just walking in the steps of it, but it's completed. So just keep going. But I love you all. If there is no one else, we are going to get off of this line. Have a wonderful rest of your day.
0: And um, God bless you. Thank you, Declare victory. God
1: bless you, sis. Thank you. God bless you. Have
0: a great day. God bless, everyone. You guys. Have a good day. God bless. Be
1: Have a blessed day,
4: everyone. Walking victory.
0: Bless you Have a blessed. Have a blessed magnificent Monday, everybody. Love you guys. <laughs>